Welcome to Red Rank Podcast. I'm your host, The Crow Show. On today's episode, I had a chat with that one guy, D, uh, a.k.a. Dave. Uh, we had a really fun talk talking about uh, Sergeant Fidget's streamer bowl, and I can't remember if we actually talked about what it was, but basically Sergeant Fidget herded around like 140, 150 streamers to play in this massive tournament to uh, do a charity stream for St. Jude children hospital so it was a really wonderful cause uh, a whole bunch of people got together raised i think about sixty-three thousand dollars. it's a really good event and we talked about that talked about some dvd and just content creation stuff in general so i hope you enjoyed the interview with that one guy d All right, and as promised, I'm here with that one guy, D. Uh, his pronouns were he, him. Uh, he's a killer main, plays all killers except Cenobite, and is a flashlight demon. <laughs> uh, D, how's it going? It's going pretty well. Uh, I will say that the killer thing has been updated. I will play Cenobite now. Now it's okay. Wesker. Not a fan of Wesker. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, what yeah. is it about Wesker? His hitboxes. Yeah. That's, okay. that's really it. Like his hitboxes drive me bonkers when I play against him. Are you talking like, cause they're pretty generous with the hits he gets. They're generous when I play against them and they are so bad when I use them. <laughs> that's it's, it's weird how that works, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it, it never fails. People talk about Huntress throwing dump trucks, but then I switch to Huntress and then I can't hit shit. Like again, you have to be, you, you do have to play her quite a bit to feel comfortable, but like, the other night I played her for the first time in weeks and mm -hmm. I, I think my hit rate was like 20%. I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> it was yeah. bad. Oh yeah. She's definitely one that takes some practice and missing a lot of hatchets. <laughs> oh, totally. Now, how did you, um, how did you like when it comes to your, you're mostly killer main, right? So, uh, the first, so I'm, I think I have like 40, 400 hours now. Okay. Um, and I would say probably 3000 of them are killer. Okay. Um, I started playing more survivor, I'd say in the last year or so, just because like it was, it was nice to kind of diversify going back and forth between both sides of the game. Yeah. Um, and then like when you kind of got burnt out, you were able to kind of like, you know what, I'm going to switch to survivor. I'll yeah. play that for a while. And then you know, start figuring it out, then discovered flashlights. And oh, yeah. I was like, okay, this is fun. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you get into the whole locker flashlight saves and stuff too? Like, were you that advanced? I've never been that good, but, uh, yeah, I've actually, uh, CJ to nurse. So that oh, was, no uh, way. that's my, that's my highlight. <laughs> I almost oh, nice. retired afterwards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I would have retired too. Did, did she DC or did she stick with it? <laughs> she stuck with it. And nice. we just got lucky. I mean, she was trying to blink. I just, the right moment at the right time. And it worked. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And the crazy thing is they've changed a lot of interactions with flashlights. Like uh, mm -hmm. a little while back, you can't burn nurse anymore. Wraith, uh, hag, um, artist, artist. Yeah. Uh, can't burn spirit. Yep. Yeah. There's so many weird things. Well, how, what was your reaction when they made those changes? 
I thought it was unnecessary. Um, I I think out of all of them, I mean, you really didn't see a whole lot. Maybe artist, you would see the birds get burned. Um, yeah. But like Wraith was really the only one that really suffered from it. And it mm-hmm. was only if you had a team that kept in mind to go for it. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I felt like it was unnecessary, but you know, I just play the game. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I, I try to take that stance as well. Yeah. And I at the time I was playing a ton of Wraith, so okay. I was like really excited about it because there are some really good players out there who know how to burn you and mm-hmm. how to like protect themselves and then their teammates when you're approaching. And oh yeah. But that rarely happened. It wasn't a common thing. Like it was just. Once in a while, you'd run into a team that was really good. I mean, the the Wraithburn actually won me um, a tournament once because. Oh, is that uh, right? One of the you know normal. The, so I do a lot of the charity tournaments. I really enjoy yeah. that aspect of the game. Yeah. Um, and like the doing the good for the community and you know for charity in general. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, we had a match on Ormond, and uh, the the killer would have won if not for the fact that I burned him before he was able to down the person that was running out the gate. So oh, it, was, wow. it was like, it was, <laughs> it was like seconds away and I just had the yeah. mindset like, Oh, I can burn the race. I got to burn him. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was crazy. Oh, that's awesome. That's wicked. So yeah, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that too. Cause you've, you've got a background in like playing more on the competitive side of DBD. Like w- what made you get into that? And, uh, I guess got you forming a team and all that. So oddly enough, um, when I first started playing the game, um, I was a Wraith main. Um, so it's funny you brought up Wraith was who you played a lot of. Oh yeah. Uh, but Wraith was kind of how I learned the game. And then I thought it was good. Um, and I was told by a couple people that were, had, had lots of hours of like, no, nah, you're, you're not good. You're passable right now. You're oh, not good. no way. Okay. Um, and so I started really entering the, you know, the different community tournaments that were around and, so I really just kind of wanted to test how good I could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I did. And this, I mean, this goes way back to like probably my first year of streaming. Um, I entered like Spooky Loops' um, community uh, showdowns that he had. He put on like three of them. Okay. Um, and so like I entered all of them. And that's when I started really like learning that in, you know, a pressure type situation. Like, what are you going to do against good survivors? Um, and then, so I went from that to, uh, starting to really look into like the whole comp scene because I'd heard there was one. Um, I had a few friends that, like I said, I'd been around the game for a long time that knew about it. So I kind of just like picked their brains and, um, decided to to start a team. We, I went with the name, uh, cerebral assassins was the name and we were any good by any means. (laughs) Um, because like I, I was the captain and I, didn't even know how to play survivor really. Right. So, okay. Um, I mean, I, back when we first started playing, I didn't even know how to look behind me while running a survivor. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, there you, know, you go. So, you know, that just kind of puts in perspective, but the funny thing is, is, uh, that's how Fidget and I became friends. He was on the oh, team is that right? at the, at the okay. very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, running man was our killer. Um, and then like, you know, ro- rotating through some of oddly enough, some of the best, players that are around now actually were on our original team. So like Osaka, who's one of the best blights. I mean, I would argue in the world. I mean, he was, he was great. Uh, we had a kid before him, uh, named, uh, Jazzy. That was really, really good with blight. Mm -hmm. So we always, that was back when blight was kind of like the main killer that people, they wanted that specialty killer. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And then it just kind of evolved. And then our team wound up competing with uh, Golden Wolves, who at the time was like the number one team. The whole entire Wolfpack teams were winning everything. Oh, wow. Um, and, uh, you know, we almost beat them in, in uh, DBE when that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just from there, you know, the I learned a lot. You know, it really oh, yeah. does dive into a lot of like the macro and micromanagement of the game, whether it's on the killer side or survivor side. Um, and, uh, you know, and this was back when like Vigo's court first started, kind of helped build that. And then Champions of the Fog came around, helped build that some. And then kind of. Okay. So like it was a part of a lot of the beginning of those. And yeah. then just kind of lost my love for the game because I was mm-hmm. playing it all the time. Oh, okay, and, yeah. And then from the content creation side, my content started to suffer because I was taking it so serious mm-hmm. that it just wasn't enjoyable anymore. And people watching, yeah, they don't want to watch that, right? So, oh, yeah. um, you know, I definitely, I kind of took a step back and kind of looked at what my priorities were and like what I wanted to do. And I, I showed that I could compete mm-hmm. and that was enough for me. Um, yeah. so I took a step back and, um, uh, was like, you know, I'm going to refocus on content, get this back going. And so, you know, uh, it's been over a year since I did any type of actual comp. Yeah. Um, you know, like I, I, I'm a part of team greed, which, you know, whispers and mm-hmm. punky eyes, all them dad bod, like they're all great yeah. people, great friends, but we're not a comp team. We're just a bunch of content creators <laughs> that just like yeah. that are good at the game and like to have a good time. Right. So, yeah. um, no, comp was great, and I, and it's something that I actually do recommend. It. Like, if people want to get better at the game, go play comp. Yeah, you're gonna learn more than you will learn in a hundred games of of a pub match. Uh, it sounds like it, yeah. But you're playing the game twenty four seven, and you're practicing the, against the same killer over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And realistically, the reason why I was drawn to this game was I enjoyed, even though that the objective is the same, every game is different. You don't know what yeah. killer you're gonna get, what map. The yeah. RNG is different. So it was like a new game every time. And I think that's why I'm still drawn to it because of that fact. Uh, right. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a good time and I enjoyed it, but it served its purpose and mm-hmm. I moved past it, but I love yeah. the community tournaments. That's like my best, my, my favorite thing. It's kind of like right mm-hmm. in the middle ground. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when you were in the competitive scene, uh, was, is it really like how people describe it? You're facing nurses spirits blights and back that's about it <laughs> so oddly enough the way the system works is i usually have um like a pool of killers that are eligible to be picked from mm-hmm. um and then you kind of between you and the other team you will uh pick two killers eliminate two killers pick two killers and then those are kind of like your killers that are in the set right and then you, you pick okay. your third for like the tiebreaker um yeah. so the reason why our team actually could compete is because we didn't really have anybody that was great outside of blight, right. That okay. could play like the S tier killers. Yeah. Um, I was really good at the M one killers and really anybody mm-hmm. else. Um, so we always picked the off meta killers. So Billy, oh, cool. doctor, yeah. uh, you know, ones that really you didn't get seen picked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and realistically, cause those killers would get demolished more often than not. But like, oh, yeah. we didn't want to face nurses and blights and spirits all the time. So we definitely changed it up. Um, and even now, like I'm still like an avid watcher of it. I watch DVD league. I watch champions, mm-hmm. you know, Dyer's yeah. done a great thing with DVD league. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, um, guilt spire with champions. And you really do see a good mixture, um, of killers now. Um, mm-hmm. you know, you still see the occasional nurse, you still see the occasional, I mean, I feel like you see blight more than you see nurse now. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, 
to start, it did kind of feel that way. But then like, as I started figuring out the process, I was like, yeah, nah, I'm not trying to play against nurse all the time. <laughs> so yeah. I definitely started banning nurse like the S tiers and forcing people to play uh, off meta killers to kind of see and give us a fair chance because like if they could mm-hmm. beat them that badly, we could too. So. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I enjoy like myself. I I'm kind of a master of none when it comes to dead by daylight. Like I'm a, decent survivor i'm a pretty Mm -hmm. good killer and the thing is like when i'm playing killer any given round i could be playing like nemesis wraith Mm -hmm. um sometimes blight if i want to work on blight um i'll i'll play uh who else do i like huntress once in a while deathslinger um i've got like maybe six to eight killers i like to play but i I don't play any of them enough to be like really amazing at any of them so um and you know yeah you play enough you get frustrated you go to survivor play that long enough i'll get frustrated go back to whatever killer so that's my that's my uh my excuse for not being credible at either side but it's it's for me it's about what i what i enjoy and what what makes Mm -hmm. me happy so yeah Um, i think i think everybody kind of has a you know the the group of killers that really just make like like just work for them right like i definitely like even though i can play all killers i definitely gravitate towards like a a select like group of 10 right yeah um and then within that 10 i kind of have the ones that i still favor over the rest but like i kind of have my rotation just based on like comfortability uh, where my mindset's at because some killers I can play and I even have to think. Yeah, right. That's so it's true, just, yeah. it just kind of depends on where your mindset at. And, and like, you know, certain killers are going to be tougher to win with and others. So like, if you really want, you know, it's just, you kind of just yeah. gravitate towards what works to you and your play style and then kind of oh, utilizing totally. that. So yeah. I get that. When you're, when you're streaming on Twitch, do you prefer survivor or killer or do you really have a preference? Um, so when I started, um, you know, like I said, I was a killer main, so I kind of adapted to playing as killer first. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very fortunate that I had, uh, a really helpful mod, uh, who happens to be my best friend and roommate, uh, Sammy, um, yeah. who really was able to focus on modding the chat. So that way I didn't necessarily have to. Yeah. Um, and so it really allowed me to get comfortable with playing the game and kind of knowing when to take my time to look and read chat and understand how that now it's like I could play killer and I'm not even watching the, I'm not even really paying attention to the screen and I'm reading chat and I'm still able to maintain chase and mm-hmm. kind of read what's going on. Um, I will say survivor is definitely easier to stream and play. Yeah. Um, but I would argue at the same time, not really, because <laughs> when you play with flashlights in your hands and uh, and I'm one that likes to take chase as well, you are actually more focused on what you're doing opposed to reading chat in that moment. So, yeah, um, killer is comfortable for me because like it's just what I learned to do and yeah. how to learn to, how to do it. Yeah. Uh, whereas survivor, like when you're sitting on a gen, you know, you can you don't even have to pay attention. You just have to read chat, keep it up to date. Right. And yeah. then um, and then when a skill check comes up, you just look over real quick a space bar and then go back and read chat. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, survivor is yeah. definitely that option to make it easier. Uh, but I don't really feel either sides too hard. Um, yeah. I think I definitely focus more on survivor when I'm in chase, like not, yeah. not paying attention. Um, oh, if totally. I had to pick one. So, yeah. Yeah. Like I, I ask because I struggle with that because yeah, I, what you're saying when you're sitting on a gen, it's easier just to be like engaged with the people who are in your chat and, um, 
you get in a chase and I think people understand you can't really be reading your chat the whole time while you're in chase. Mm-hmm. You can do your best to be entertaining. Uh, at the same time, like if you flip the coin, when you're playing killer, you're just in constant chases, trying mm-hmm. to apply pressure, trying to pay attention to the map and which gens are up and where pallets are. And you're like taking this inventory in your head. And sometimes mm-hmm. I get so lost in that, that I completely forget to like read chat messages. <laughs> and like, that's my struggle. And I don't know how killer mains do it while they're streaming. It's like a, I think it's like a gift <laughs> to be able to do that. I definitely think it's a combination of just kind of as like survivor, you kind of know when you can look away from the screen. Uh, it's kind mm-hmm. of the same thing with killer. You just kind of get to a point where you can glance and like, you know, quick read and grab certain chats and, and lucky, like my chat doesn't really go super fast. So like I'm able to still maintain and keep up. So, you know, when you kind of have that option as well, it makes it even easier. So if a, a message does go 30 seconds, you're still able to come back and look at it and read it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't lose it. Um, yeah, I think the only chat messages that I miss are from my mods half the time. So, <laughs> Oh <laughs> yeah, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just there to bully you there first, right? Like that's their Absolutely. first job is to bully you and belittle you and <laughs> gaslight you. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned Sammy and I, I noticed Sammy's like very, um, very helpful with, with everything you do. And I think that's amazing is to have people around you who will always champion you. And um, it's just a good reminder, you know, this content creation thing, it can feel very lonely at times. Absolutely. Uh, But people like Sammy are are there to like, you know, you don't have to be alone, right? You don't have to do this by yourself. And Oh yeah, absolutely. It helps that, you know, and then it helps that we're literally in real life, best friends too. So it's just one of those things where, um, you know, I wouldn't be able to do some of the things that I do when it comes to content creation and, you know, do the tournaments and, uh, I wouldn't be YouTube partner without her, you know, like yeah. there's a lot of things that she has allowed me to do. Um, so, you know, it, and I definitely like, that's one thing that when people are like, what, what's an advice that you have for new streamers? I'm like, first get comfortable talking to yourself. You gotta be able to yeah. create content without people providing you content. You gotta learn that mm-hmm. first. Secondly, get a solid mod that can really just help you grow and not so that way you're not having to like in the middle of playing or in the middle of an engaging, you're having to stop what you're doing to handle a situation in the middle. You got mods that are able to kind of help protect you. Yeah. Um, and then I took that one step further and was like, Hey, I need an editor, Sammy. Do you know how to do that? And she was like, Nope, but I'll figure it out. Oh, <laughs> so, no way. <laughs> so oh, that's awesome. So, you know, we definitely, we've, we've <clears throat> when I started doing this, it was one of those things where like, uh, she had a lot of free time and was doing a lot of baking and stuff like that. So like late nights when she was up, I was streaming yeah. and so she was able to be there and it just kind of helped build and grow. So, uh, yeah, I'm very fortunate. That's amazing. Yeah. I think that's a great thing. Cause yeah, I think we all, when you, when you boil it down to con when you're doing it, when you're a content creation creator, um, yeah, we we have those people we can lean on. For mm-hmm. for me, like I don't want to like like I I don't know. I don't want to like make it seem like I'm forgetting anybody, but like my friend Dino is like a really big um help to me. Mm-hmm. Like I can bounce ideas off Dino. I can say, "Hey, what do you think of this? Should I do this? Should I do that? Should I change this? Mm-hmm. Should I 
and and I can ask Dino like when I'm playing this killer, is it entertaining or is it more entertaining when I play this killer? Mm-hmm. You know, when I ran this build, was this okay? And he'll just tell me straight up. He's like, yeah, you, you know, you're not that good with that killer. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe work on it a bit more. <laughs> so usually it's uh Sammy reminding me that like, I can do this and that, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause like I've, I've had a lot, a lot of ups and downs with streaming, yeah. Uh, and so in my time, but I just hit my three years on in April, end of April. Okay. Yeah. So in that three years, I've, you know, almost qualified for partner a couple different times. And then, oh, wow. you know, one time, you know, I left the comp scene. So all the comp people kind of left and then had to rebuild. Oh, and then I yeah. left, uh, you know, my original stream team mm-hmm. and a lot of people stopped coming around after that. And then oh, there's, no. that, there's that weird, um, like I'm kind of in that weird spot where um i'm too big for the people that are around because you're smaller mm-hmm. but i'm not big enough for the people that like to be around the bigger streamers right so i'm like right in that oh. middle space right yeah where yeah. like i i call it below the fold because yeah. if you look you know if you have a lot of people you're following you have to click show more and i'm mm-hmm. below the fold when i get started so it's like um once people see i'm above the fold they're like oh d's on let's go watch d so yeah um yeah. i'm kind of in that weird limbo now because i've had yeah. to rebuild essentially mm-hmm. my channel yeah. two or three different times because of my direction uh mm-hmm. just people coming and going you know which is normal like don't yeah don't my by no means i want people to be like oh feel bad for you no 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 i think mm-hmm. that's normal in content creation as your oh yeah as your content evolves and you evolve as a person uh what your priorities mm-hmm. are what you're trying to do um yeah so no i i mean it's definitely uh you know something that's just a thing right you know it happens yeah Yeah, it's it's a tough tough lesson to learn i've i've been there in a sense with uh you know tiktok Mm -hmm. Uh, my tiktok took off about three years ago two and a half years ago and for a while i had some people coming by and they're Mm -hmm. like yeah i'm here from your tiktok and i love your tiktoks and then when when my content on tiktok started tanking a bit they stopped coming around my Twitch streams and mm-hmm. they, it seemed like I was getting some momentum and then I fucking like crashed in a ditch or something, you know, essentially. Yeah. And then they fucked off and that's fine. Like that's, yeah. I'll always tell people, you know, um, there's so many factors in this world when it comes to how you spend your day, how you spend your night. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Netflix, you've got prime video, you've got your partner, your, friends and family you've got other streamers Mm -hmm. you've got youtube you've got homework you've got work you've got like sleep and the world's open back up now right yeah like so that's that's the difference and that's why people are seeing numbers down across the board Mm -hmm. life is essentially back to normal instead of sitting at home right watching internet or whatever like they were doing people are going out and doing things again uh more regularly it's a routine now so Mm -hmm. uh you know life changed from three years ago when numbers yeah. were through the roof for oh, yeah. so many people. I mean, there were more people that were named partner that three years ago than I think mm-hmm. Twitch had ever named because so many more oh, people totally. were on the platform. Right. Yeah. Um, but that's just the, the, the ebb and flow and, and you know, it's, mm-hmm. what is it? The Darwin, right. Darwin effect, the, the oh, strong yeah. survive and you know, the mm-hmm. weak die off. It's just kind of how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so either, and that's why, you know, content creation is not for the weak minded. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that people that struggle are weak. I don't want that taken out yeah. of context. Like mm-hmm. it, it, you have to have a strong mental to be able to survive and oh, yeah. realize that the numbers being low aren't your fault. Yeah. Um, unless they really are. And you have somebody that tells you like, Hey, your content sucks, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Hey, you need to fix yeah. this, which is what yeah. you said. You know, you have that one person you can rely on to kind of tell you that same yeah. here. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you look at that type of thing and, and it, it is what it is, right? You just kind of oh, take yeah. it, you take it on the chin and you just kind of mm-hmm. do what you can within your control. Um, oh, totally. Which is why I kind of gravitated more towards YouTube. Um, mm-hmm. pushing that so hard because like, I felt yeah. like YouTube and YouTube partner was more in my control. I keep yeah. creating the content, and putting it out there and mm-hmm. never really people are going to watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, uh, Twitch, it's not really in my control. I can be live, but yeah. I can't make people come watch the, 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 you know, the, the stream when I'm live or watch the, oh, yeah. like yeah. YouTube it's out there. And once it's there, people can find it if they search for it, not mm-hmm. the same on Twitch. So that's yeah. why I kind of pushed more the YouTube side. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I had a couple mentors of mine that were like, Hey, get on YouTube, push YouTube, trust me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad I did. Uh, it was worth it. Nice. So, right um, you know, and Twitch partner is still a goal. It's not like I've yeah. completely said, forget that. It's just, it'll happen when it happens, but I focus yeah. on what I can control. Oh, totally. I think that's a great point because I, I think, uh, when it comes to Twitch streamers, not, I think I know we all, we all get like very fixated on the numbers and our mm-hmm. average view count and new followers and all this stuff. And like, it's like you said, we don't really have a lot of control over that, mm-hmm. but what you can do is you can leave your footprint, your fingerprints all over the internet through YouTube, and mm-hmm. Twitter and TikTok, and that kind of content. Can, it, it's out there. You don't like, you know, if, if you make good enough things, people will find it. whether they're searching for it if you pops up on their for you page or their home page on youtube like that's how people discover you Mm -hmm. and that's all like while you're sleeping or while you're at work or while you're streaming on twitch so it's just a good idea to have that discoverable content that uh, will bring in new people new sets of eyes and all that stuff so that's that's great advice um what what have you learned in your time? Cause I noticed, um, I I've noticed your, your efforts in achieving YouTube partner. Like what were some of the things you learned along the way, I guess, of starting from like being in that mindset, like, okay, yeah, I need to put stuff out there. What, what are some, I guess, lessons you've learned along the way? Um, so, uh, I was very fortunate that, um, spooky, uh, was a good mentor to me when it came to, uh, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, and he's very much the type of person that's like, um, you know, he's not going to sugarcoat it. He's just going to tell you how it is. Like there was, we, we had multiple conversations where he looked at me and goes, Dave, this sucks. Oh, really? Yeah. You, you can do better than this. Like literally have had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that's when I really started taking it serious when we had those conversations. So like my biggest thing is like, if you're going to do YouTube, don't pull from a VOD. Um, I yeah. will on occasion. So like, uh, my games from the streamer bowl this weekend, mm-hmm. uh, my two killer games, I'm going to make that a YouTube video and I'm yeah. grabbing from my VOD, but that's not every single video I do. I typically yeah. record off stream, mm-hmm. um, because it's a little bit more personal, yeah. um, opposed to, you know, you're, you're just recording a game and putting it on there. I don't feel like that translates as good. It can, but mm-hmm. I don't think it does. Yeah. 
the way you talk in your videos. And that's something that I've had to come a long way from is mm-hmm. basically you have to have a recording voice. Um, mm-hmm. and that was something that I kind of struggled with at first, like, and especially when it came to like the intro, my intros were really long winded. Oh, yeah. Um, they, they really can't, people are going to click off after the first like 15 seconds. If you're talking yep. too much and you don't have the right voice and then coming, just being creative, having a good time. Like something else mm-hmm. that I've had is, uh, I've introduced like, uh, you know, not, you know, DMCA free music at the beginning. That just yeah. kind of helps with like, you know, the, the silence, I guess, like, even though I'm talking, oh, yeah. it still kind of adds a little bit to it. Yeah. Um, you know, so there's like little intricate things that you kind of learn as you go, but mm-hmm. like the biggest thing is make sure you record for YouTube. Don't grab from a VOD to put yeah. on YouTube, make it personal mm-hmm. because the viewer watching really wants to feel like you created it and put it for YouTube. Uh, yeah. and once I started doing that, I mean, I saw videos, you know, doing really well. Um, mm-hmm. and I've tried to stay away from like the whole negative side of YouTube too. where like, Oh, this oh, yeah. Twitch streamer got angry at this. Or, mm-hmm. um, I've done one video that had kind of a little bit of a negative, um, aura around it at the beginning because of like what happened when I was trying to create it. Yeah. Um, but it was, you know, scaring Twitch streamers. So like, I've tried to stay away from that being like the the meat and potatoes of my you know, oh, content yeah. on there. I try mm. to make it like, you know, unique. I'm a very smart guy when it comes to like build crafting. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, I like coming up with different ideas that nobody else has done or, yeah. you know, something as simple as like skull merchant, right? Everybody uses skull merchant for a three gen killer. And it's really boring to play against. I found out that she has an add on where you can, uh, attach your terror radius to a drone and mm-hmm. it works if you run starstruck with it. So you can oh, really have, really? you can literally wow. run a map wide starstruck for a moment. No way. Yeah. So like, (laughs) I didn't know that, (laughs) you know, I figured that out day one and that's the type of stuff that like I enjoy doing because it makes it fun. Um, and then, you know, people that just happen to come across the video, like, wait a minute, what that works. Yeah. And whether or not it was supposed to work that way, I don't know, but I figured it out. You know what I mean? So, Oh, totally. Yeah. So like I, that's my favorite thing about YouTube and really it's find find something that has great new content constantly. And then if you Mm -hmm. enjoy it, Put content out and just yeah. biggest thing, create it for YouTube. Don't pull from oh, the yeah. That's yeah. I, I agree with that a hundred percent. Like there, there are some streamers where I will watch their VOD content, but mm-hmm. I know that I'm one of the few who will do that. <laughs> like it, it, you can see in their numbers, like it's, mm-hmm. it, it'll be like a fraction of what they usually get because in, mm-hmm. uh, in the thing is with YouTube, um, I think it just goes to, like you're, you're kind of talking about voiceover in a way when it, when it comes to, uh, talking about, um, having that broadcaster voice, the, the YouTube voice kind of thing. Um, one of the, th- cause I've, t- I've taken some voiceover courses. Mm-hmm. That's something down the road. I'd love to be able to get in. Like I've done some jobs here and there. Um, I'd love to be in a position where I could transition to doing that full time. Oh yeah. But like, you have to grab people mm-hmm. immediately. Otherwise, they're gonna they're gonna click, you know, the back button. They're gonna close your video right mm-hmm. away. Have to engage them immediately, and that's voiceover. Like if you li- you're if you're watching a commercial, and uh, they're trying to sell you whatever a bed, yeah. yeah. Let's say a bed. They're like, you know, they'll say like, what what do they open with? Do you struggle with sleep at night? Well, <laughs> right <laughs> you know check out the new serta <laughs> oh yeah you know <laughs> so you you know you have to grab immediately yeah and um 
Yeah, I think that's a really good point. And uh, yeah, I like I watch my um, like my metrics a lot uh, just to kind of see. And that's one thing that I've really focused on doing is that watch time. Like how long yeah. did the viewer watch this video? Because it's a collective over the, yeah. the entire video. So it, like they could watch, you know, say the, the intro and then skip ahead and oh, that yeah. still counts as the watch time, but I still want to see that grow. Um, so that's really where I've focused is really harping on like the, the intro, uh, yeah. and like that beginning transition. I've really tried mm-hmm. to improve on that and I've seen, you know, positive results from that. So, yeah, you know, the intro is huge. It really is. Oh yeah. Yeah. The, another thing that I, um, I saw this in a Mr. Beast video, he was on like a podcast kind of like what we're doing here and they were asking him about like, what's like, you know, what are some keys of success for YouTube and stuff like that? One of the things he said, which really struck me, is people, whether whether they consciously are aware of it, they will recognize the hard work you put into something. So if you've got like a five-second transition and you've spent like a full night on just this one edit, this one little like whatever it may be, People will pick up on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, And if you don't have these things, if you don't have little editing tricks, little like I always call it like when you create a video, let's say you you just got your raw recording and then you start editing that you start editing like you start putting in like either special effects or sound effects, voiceover if you need it. Um you're adding like the sprinkles on the ice cream, you know, you're putting mm-hmm. like the hot fudge on there. You're putting the candy sprinkles, the peanuts and all that stuff. And that's what makes for a delicious, you know, like bowl of ice cream, which is the finished product of your YouTube mm-hmm. video. So absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, cause I, yeah, people, especially on TikTok, people love seeing like crazy edits, with, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a million cuts and, Oh, finding yeah. that is uh it's cool like i i uh i really vibed with there was there was a there's a content creator who played in streamer bowl uh named the corkade mm-hmm. uh her name's Corey. she's got a handful of tiktoks out mm-hmm. there each one is just phenomenal <laughs> and that's how i found her is through mm-hmm. tiktok i was like wow these are such clean edits and like i'm like seeing these things that i've never seen before I'm like, wow, that's really cool. That's somebody I need to like keep an eye on. So, oh yeah. Yeah. It's, and, I love seeing that. Yeah. And super, super, I mean, speaking of them, super kind. I mean, everything, every, every oh, yeah. interaction I've had with them is, is great. So yeah, you know, you love to see that they work hard and they're awesome. Like, let's yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. On the topic of streamer bowl, that's like what brought us here today. And hot of topic. course we've, yeah, we've, we've had conversations in the past about bringing you on the podcast and, um, this just seemed like the perfect time to be like, okay, let's, let's do it. <laughs> and so thanks for being here. Like when Absolutely. it comes to the streamer bowl just happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you get involved? And if you could tell that origin story. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Fidget and I go way back. Like I said, we were on a comp team together back in the day. Right. Um, yeah. and him and I have been friends. We were on a stream team together. Uh, so him and I have just always been friends. Uh, we've just kind of, anytime any one of us is doing an event, we're always involved in each other's events. Cool. Uh, and so everything that Fidget's ever done, he's always asked me if I want to be a part of it. 
Um, and then like anytime he's ever competed in like, you know, a charity tournament or any type of tournament, he always asked me if I want to play with them. So like, we've always had just a good friendship. Um, you know, we, you know, we've been around DVD together for a long time. So, you know, it's just genuine friendship. Um, and so when he brought the idea up, I said, I'm down hundred percent. You tell me what you need. I'm there, whether Mm -hmm. it's a participating, uh, if you want to be larger creators or on the back end, helping out doing whatever, like I'm down to help you dude. Um, and, um, he asked me to be a captain, um, like, and it was super awesome because like, uh, you know, it was a great opportunity for someone to, you know, I consider myself smaller, you know, to be able to Mm -hmm. like go in there and bring some other people with me that were also smaller. So like, uh, you know, the people I grabbed, what, one of them was just somebody I play with all the time. Uh, and then the other three were people that I just like, I held tryouts and they showed up and, you know, they're smaller streamers as well. And it was great. Mm. Uh, you know, we, you know, luckily my, my comp background, I was able to you know, <laughs> kind of teach people how to play the game on an efficient level, right? Like, Hey, make yeah. sure, you know, w- because if you would have seen our first time playing together, Oh my goodness, it was chaos. Oh, <laughs> it, was, was it? <laughs> it was so, I mean, yeah. I, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah. But oh, yeah. you know what? The, the crazy thing is the next day though, we locked it in and all of a sudden it was like night and day. Like we played oh, so cool. much better. So like, yeah, it was like things started clicking and, I don't know. I just got involved just because I think Fidge and I have a mutual respect for each other and mm-hmm. you know we're both friends and we both, you know, have always just like wanted to see each other succeed. Um, yeah. and he had a vision and I was a hundred percent for that vision. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And when he brought it up, like when he started tweeting about it, I was like, Oh hell yeah. Like I know he's going to do something good because mm-hmm. like, he, he's hosted events before, but like he talked about how this time he just wanted to make it bigger. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it it was a great success uh and his freaking like gaming pc dying on the second morning like man my yeah. heart went out to him i was just like yeah for anybody listening if if you didn't watch the, the streamer bowl yeah the the host's uh gaming pc died i think it's hard drive uh died. i think it was a hard drive like corruption error or something like that and he lost everything he had built over the past like five months when it yeah. came to graphics yeah uh, i mean everything, everything overlays videos and basically rebuilt Jude. it on yeah. the other computer because he has he had a two two pc setup but like yeah i can't even imagine i the fact that he muscled through it mm-hmm. <laughs> insane insane yeah that was really it was really beautiful to witness but mm-hmm. at the same time i think we're both all of us watching were just like, oh, my God, man, like, I cannot imagine going through that with, like, because all eyes were on his stream this weekend, right? Oh, I mean, everybody was, was there. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was up in the thousands, you know, for mm-hmm. viewers. Like, that's a lot of people in our directory. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, no, he did great pulling it together. And, you know, and I really like, you know, the, I've heard some grumbling over the rule set that was in place. And oh, yeah. I thought the rule set was, was meant to be fun. And I understand yeah. that the, the, like the thought process behind it. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, I, I genuinely thought that the ideas and the, the, the original just atmosphere of how they were built was meant to be a fun event. And I really felt like yeah. it was, um, oh, yeah. and, and that, and you know, it was super cool to have that many eyes and then let alone, you know, the raise what 63, $62,000. Yeah. I think I was it. Yeah. You know, that's insane. Like how many events mm. do you know that have done that? Right. What the puppers yeah. event, the light in the fog. That's about yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, they get up there pretty high, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was it was great and you know, that day, I mean, wound up being insane. Um, I was actually so he had asked me if I wanted to be a guest caster for him uh that morning, but then the PC died and then I also had some things I had to do. So like I couldn't be uh-huh. there, but I was originally supposed to be there to cast with them. I can imagine oh, no what way. that would have looked like with everything literally falling apart at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. And yeah, good for him for putting on a hell of an event mm-hmm. when through most of the event, he didn't have his main PC, which mm-hmm. man, I, I would crumble. Like yeah. I would just, and the thing is, he's juggling so many people, right? Like, how mm-hmm. many teams? Were, was it 32 teams? 32. Uh, so 32 teams, and I think like 100 and... So what, 32 teams? If you were just to times that by five, so 30 times five, you're looking yeah. at 150, you know, streamers yeah. right there. Uh, yeah. But it was more... It was like it was like 160-ish, maybe? Yeah. But yeah, point trying. being, like, you know, he went through. He got, you know, recruited the captains. The captains recruited the streamers, and then... You look at how many teams had to replace players just in the last week alone. Yeah. Um, oh, so, yeah. And he was handling all that. Like he wouldn't let oh, yeah. the, you know, oh, he, wow. he had designated managers and refs for the yeah. event, which helped kind of handle everything so he could focus on streaming. But like the setup process, he wouldn't let anybody handle. Fidget, oh, really? Like, okay. Fidget, because he created this event, he wanted to be in control. I get that. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, you know, he wanted it to be perfect. And, um, you know, so then when you look at that full circle, I think if he were to do it again, though, which I think he will. Um, mm-hmm. I, I could see him kind of letting some of that pressure of managing the teams and getting everything set up right. Uh, he'd probably p- pass it on more of the, the managers that he brought on to help out. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, the guy, it was nuts. I can't imagine t- having that many people getting questions constantly, mm-hmm. uh, keeping track of teams, making sure people, you know, it was just, it was nonstop. Yeah. And the rules too. You know, I, I remember there was one team where like, I think they've loaded in with blight and it's like blight at the time was a band killer and <laughs> stuff like that. So yeah, a lot of moving parts. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was some, you know, and that was like right at the beginning of the tournament. So like yeah. everybody getting comfortable with it too. Yeah. That's expected. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, later on as the rules start to change, right. That this is the first tournament where I've ever seen as you unlock certain donation goals, the rules yeah. were changing to make it harder. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. You know, and the idea behind it was, you know, uh, getting a little deep on it but you know kids with cancer kind of have it the worst and it's the most Mm -hmm. difficult thing that they'll ever have to experience in their life the game that we're playing is meant to be difficult because no matter how difficult this game is it'll never be as difficult as what they have to go through so deal with it you know in his mindset deal with it you know yeah um so no it was it was cool it was it was something that you've never seen done before Mm -hmm. i like that one rule i think each team had to get a head on stun or suffer a penalty. <laughs> yeah. So I saw one team actually use iron maiden. So mm-hmm. when they missed the head on stun, they were able to just whack them and down oh, them yeah. in one shot. Cause of iron maiden, <laughs> it really made you change how you played the game with certain killers. Like, you know, when people run, had, there was a, a challenge where you had to run no, either mm-hmm. people were running Oni. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get, that's, I mean, that's a good call. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> There was a uh, donation goal, you know, for a rule set where like the team captain had to go and throw Shack pallet. I yeah. played Plague and I made sure I puked on that pallet. They were going to get infected oh, yeah. one way or another. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it was different things that you had to, you know, you had to think outside of the box on how to like kind of utilize these rules uh, kind yeah. of to your favor in a sense. Um, oh, yeah. 
you know, some people chose to go the route of playing it really sweaty to try to overcome the rules. And mm-hmm. then as you saw, I don't know if you saw the finals, but the finals, they just had fun. I mean, it was probably, Oh, did they? Oh yeah. They didn't try to sweat it out. They just yeah. moved around, had a blast and it was, it was fun to watch, you know? So oh, cool. you definitely saw both sides and both games were fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think for the sake of the charity, I enjoyed more than just, you know what, we're just going to go in there. We're just going to play the game. And that's what they yeah. did. Uh, yeah. you know, and shout out to Tony, the Duff and, um, mm-hmm. Oh, who was the other team? Not Deadshot's team, um, Swarm? Was it Swarm's team? Oh, was it? I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah might I think finals, it was Swarm yeah. and Tony, which, you know, they're mm-hmm. all, you know, they're all great friends. And, they're all and, friends, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, and I know them all, and they're all great people. Like, I talk to them, you know, all the time, and, mm-hmm. um, you know, I really appreciate what they did with that finals. Oh, that's awesome. I'll, I'll have to check it out. I yeah, was, it was a good time. Uh, yeah, and I... Um, I, I told you this already, but like, yeah, I was moving for the last three days. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 yeah so I, I got to watch day one, but I missed like all of day two and well, most of day two and all of day three. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it's life though. But, but we get the, the movers are in tomorrow, moving everything, the bed and the couch and my setup and that'll be good to get all, get all settled in. I'm the, oh. I'm the, I move everything myself type of guy. So, oh, do you? Okay. <laughs> so when I move, it's like a, it's like a, okay, I'm going to be tired for the next like four days. Cause I'm going to do everything in one day. Just get it done. Oh, and I'm good. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. We got, we got lucky. Our, uh, the people who, um, we bought the condo from, they moved out like about four or five days ago. And for this apartment, we have it through the end of the month. So, so you take we've got time. like a week and a half. Yeah. So we've been That's slowly nice. getting stuff over and yeah, it's been, it's been good, but mm-hmm. man, I'm, I'm ready to just settle in. Oh yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a really, I would say that was a really successful event. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I, I, let's, let's go down uh, an Avenue where we can, we can be as, vague as possible because like there were some people who behaved in a way where it's like you just go like come on man it's charity like what are you doing here (laughs) how do you manage that in an event like that you know uh i kind of so i kind of have like a different perspective just because sammy was uh a a manager for the the event and kind of Mm -hmm. you know trying to handle all the you know the unnecessary drama that kind of came from that um you know there were definitely comments made by some people that were unnecessary right uh in the the first day and you know and that got talked about and and ironed out cool move on right good for them coming to a common Mm -hmm. common ground and it was unfortunate um you know um but it was handled uh Mm -hmm. and then like the second day um I don't feel like there was really anything that was too bad, but that last, that, that third day, there was a lot of, a lot of issues coming up that were kind of going mm-hmm. on behind the scenes that were getting handled. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think it's a combination of, yes, it was a charity tournament. Um, but then also people in a sense being kind of overly sensitive to like what people were not necessarily saying about them per mm-hmm. se, but necessarily yeah. like the play style and, uh, mm-hmm. maybe the killer chosen. I feel yeah. like everybody has an opinion on that, right? Like, I feel like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm playing in a normal game and I get a Wesker, I'm going to say, I don't like the killer Wesker. Does yeah. that mean I don't yeah. like the person who's playing the killer? Absolutely mm-hmm. not. And nine times, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, yeah. like, and I even, I'll even make sure, like, if I'm live, right? I'm like, I don't like Wesker. I have nothing against the person playing Wesker, just so it's yeah. clear. I just don't like this killer. It is not fun yeah. for me. 
Yeah. And I feel like we're allowed to voice that opinion, even if it is a charity mm-hmm. tournament, right? And you oh, just yeah. kind of get it out and then you just continue and then you play your game. It's that simple. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think people kind of took some things that some people may have said about different killers across the board and kind of, mm-hmm. in my opinion, stretched. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was that big of a deal. Um, I had some strong opinions on uh, how someone handled one of the games as far as like their play style in the game and just kind of a disregard for the rules but you know yeah. fidget straight up came out and said it doesn't bother me they lost mm-hmm. anyway that's yeah. their that's their own fault you know so like yeah. it is what it is i definitely think that you know if everybody else is going to follow the rules you probably should too that's just me but <laughs> yeah because yeah. you know 32 other teams were able to do it um mm-hmm. or 31 but you know yeah. it, at the end of the day Right. You can be upset about things. You can, mm-hmm. um, you can be upset. Someone said this and people can be upset over things, but like, I don't want, you know, I, I'm sure you, everybody else can agree with this. Focusing on the negative that was going on takes away mm-hmm. from the overall, what was done. Oh, big time. Yeah. And you know, that can't get lost. You know, that's a yeah. lot of money for, for St. Jude and mm-hmm. it was well-deserved and super, well done and you know the community really backed it up and and really helped make it possible um so you know what like at the end of the day all the negative stuff that kind of popped off that i mean twitter was just loaded with subtweets i'm sure you i mean you saw Uh, yeah (laughs) i did yeah Yeah. Yeah. so you know and and at the end of the day everything was handled everything got handled and you know people that felt like someone was being attacked. Like they came out and they were just like, I don't care. Like it didn't bother me. Like, well, why are you yeah. all standing up for me? I don't even care. You yeah. Know, like, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, at like I said, end of the day, it was handled. You raised six, mm-hmm. six, six almost $63,000. Yeah. That right there, that that's what should be remembered. Not that's all the, the story, not all the petty yeah. drama that was kind of going on underneath. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause like we have no shortage of that in the dead by daylight community. Um, whatever we'll be on, <laughs> it's Monday. I'm sure we'll have something new by tomorrow. Or... <laughs> you know, I'm sure somebody will post a build and somebody's response to that. I mean, it, it's a common occurrence now, right? Yeah. This it, was... it goes in cycles. Yeah. 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 yeah the, 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 that's typically, I, I, especially when I'm streaming, I usually dodge TTV lobbies for reasons like that, where, mm-hmm. You're bantering. You're going like, oh, man, I f- it's my fucking like sixth Wesker in a row and I'm sick of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we get RPD. I'm sick of RPD. We, I've played RPD all night. And yeah. I'm like, anybody going in and watching the VOD will be like, oh, my God, this guy doesn't like my friend who's playing Wesker. And yeah, you know, you things know, get stuff. taken out of context. <laughs> yeah. So I, I know I have a few friends that do that, too. Um, I yeah. personally don't mind. Like, I'll. Because I'm, I'm kind of, I'm so I kind of come from a competitive background. I played, you know, competitive sports growing up, things like that. Uh, so like my mindset's always been like, when you're in the game, yeah, you're going to talk trash. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's gaming, mm-hmm. that's sports in general. Like you're jawing to the oh, opponent. Yeah. Like that's normal. But yeah. once it's the end game, mm-hmm. GG's go next. And yeah. I think that's where people kind of get lost is that they take the feelings of how they felt in the game. And mm-hmm. then they take it in the end game chat and then the end game chat gets way out of hand and then it just blows up into something that shouldn't even been a thing. So, Oh yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of people get their feelings hurt. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, you're not saying anything bad at all. They just didn't like the fact that you said you didn't like their play style. Okay. Yeah. That's allowed. Um, mm-hmm. or they don't, you know, you don't like that. They played said killer. 
That's allowed. Yeah. You're allowed mm-hmm. to have your opinions as long as you're respectful about it. You're not saying like, man, the person's playing this. I hope blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they could step on a yeah. Lego. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like everybody has their likes and dislikes and you kind of move on from that. Um, yeah. And like, I actually enjoy, you know, going back and watching VODs because that's actually why I was able to get so good at the game so quickly. I actually, okay. I'd say I'm bad now, but back in the day, like I really wanted to learn and see what I was doing wrong because I played yeah. killer. I want to understand why I wasn't able to win this game. What did I yeah. do wrong? So I would go back and watch VODs of people that were playing and I really like micromanaged it when I first started learning. Oh, cool. Um, mm-hmm. Instead of blaming others, like I've always been the big yeah. believer that I, you know, if a killer loses a game, what did you do wrong to lose that game? Yeah. Um, and so like, you know, I definitely, uh, enjoy VODs and I enjoy the interactions. And then once you get to a certain skill level with certain killers and you're going for trick shots or, you know, Mm -hmm. certain mind games that were just crazy or crazy flashlight saves from weird angles, like you want to see the reaction Mm -hmm. because more often than not, I would, I would argue that I get probably eight to eight to two eight good yeah. reactions to two bad ones. And even those two bad oh, ones, yeah. maybe one out of 10 of those is significantly bad opposed to the others are just like, they're frustrated in the moment. It is what mm-hmm. it is, you know? Yeah. So no, I, I enjoy the interaction and, you know, I've met some great people from, you know, in game and them coming mm-hmm. in and, uh, you know, being streamers and things like that. Yeah. So like, you know, you kind of miss that element when you don't get that, but I can definitely understand why people don't. Because yeah. of the fact that somebody's going to come in and say, oh, they said this. Oh, we, yeah. <laughs> well, what did they say? And it wasn't really anything at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a cool thing. Like I have, luckily I've had, uh, I'd say more often than not, really good interactions with people mm-hmm. who happen to be streaming at the same time. And maybe I find out after afterwards. Um, like... Uh, uh, like Luna is somebody I met because we played against each other. And at the end of our round, I saw she was streaming and I was like, Oh, Hey, do you, do you mind if I like use your footage and put it together in a TikTok?" And mm-hmm. it turned out like to be really wholesome. And she was, she was, I think she was drunk at the time and just giggling and laughing and like dodging all my like Deslinger shots. And it was just a really wholesome moment. So we were, um, and you know, there's me, I was like, sweat lord mode and she's giggling and having a good time and just being like oh good try buddy and you know just bantering and exactly exactly turned into a really fun moment yeah that's what i'm saying like i've met a lot of made a lot of friends from doing that Mm -hmm. um i've probably made more friends from doing the different you know community tournaments that i've done and like playing against people and kind of being able to show off the fun side because the the biggest issue um, and I didn't really go into this, but with comp, when I was doing comp, I kept getting people be like, oh, well, he's a comp killer. So of course he's going to win. And I, it was, oh. I kind of got like a really negative connotation behind it. And I didn't really oh, like, no how, I didn't really like that. I didn't like how people yeah. portrayed that. Cause that, that's not who I was. Like I, I know when that, that, that switch can flip, I can turn it on or off. Like if I'm just playing to have fun, I can play to have fun. I don't, I don't like sweating. That, that's yeah. <laughs> like I played, so I played two games in the streamer bowl. I had mm-hmm. one game that I played and I had fun. It was against Hex Team and, you know, Ghost Arcade, Hyrule yeah. Plays, Strang mm-hmm. Bat, like so many good people that I know that I'm friends with. And it was a blast. I was playing Deathslinger. I was going for trick shots. I would like, and yeah. everybody on both sides was just having a good time. Mm-hmm. I would play a hundred of those games over the game I had to play the next round where yeah. I had to play sweaty because we went against, um, we went against Momo and Momo's one of the best comp killers 
in DVD right now. Yeah. Um, you know, known for the thousand win streak with blight. Mm -hmm. Um, and he, you know, my team wasn't ready for that level of like competition, right? Like they were good. Our team was good, but we were ready to play against a comp killer like that. Yeah. And he came out and played like a comp killer. Like he played well, like you can't take anything from that. Like, I don't want people to think that, oh, he played awful. No, he played Mm -hmm. great. He did what he needed to do to win. Yeah. So I had to come out and play plague and, uh, and plague is, is, I guess in these community tournaments, people are kind of, I'm being known for my plague now. um because i'm i just she's one of those killers that just clicks i get her um Mm -hmm. and uh, i had to play the sweatiest i think i've ever had to play a a game of dead by daylight to try to to try to win and i almost won it it was literally it came down to uh a wiggle off and escape through hatch over me getting the kill and winning the game for us so like it was one of those things like you know i can turn it on and off um but i Mm -hmm. prefer the deathslinger game over the play game just because like i enjoy the fun aspect Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so that was why I kind of left comp too, because I just didn't like that negative connotation that kind of got put behind it when I was yeah. like, no, that's not comp is not who I am. Um, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm that one guy D content creator, you know, people, <laughs> yeah. people, you know, multiple people call me, you know, Dave, I'm always going for the TikTok, you know, flashlight saves or, oh, yeah. you know, I'm allergic to gens, uh, you know, like, <laughs> you know, that, like yeah. that, that's what I'd rather be known for. So, you know, that's another reason why I left it. And, you know, mm-hmm. this tournament that we played in this weekend definitely kind of showed that I can still play at a high level. I just yeah. don't prefer to do it because mentally I was worn out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually watching that game, the, the plague rounds, mm-hmm. and I was watching your perspective and fidgets perspective. Yeah. And I could see that you were like visibly like a little bit upset with that round and mm-hmm. that wiggle off, man, that was rough. Like it's, it's one of those things, right? You're just like, oh man, if I didn't, if I played it a little bit different, but. And my question to you is if you were watching that, that game, how much did I talk during that entire game outside of maybe one phrase I know for a fact I said? Probably not oh, at all. H- hardly anything. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's, and that's another reason why I don't like to play that hard. Right. Because yeah. I'm not doing what I enjoy and that's interacting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting on a show. Now there yeah. is an argument that some people want to see you play well at a high level. And I get that, but they don't want to see that all the time. And then also from the mental side of it, right? Like after that game, I was just kind of like not in a good mood. I lost. Yeah. Um, after yeah. playing that hard to win, you know what I mean? So like, and that's nothing against like, that's, that has nothing to do with like the, the event or anything. That was just more so yeah. from me making a mistake and losing. Right. Um, so, you know, when I, when you look at something like that, it was just like, you can see why I would prefer to go to the other route versus the other, you know, versus one. Oh, I am, totally, you know, yeah. it, it, the, it's definitely, a different experience but it's not one you can maintain at a high level and maintain yeah. what you're doing oh yeah yeah 100 percent. and you said something a little bit earlier and i'm like you know i think fidget has told me the same thing and i i think maybe you guys have had that conversation i think if this community at, in general took more ownership of the mistakes they make while playing dbd the community would be in a lot better place because i feel like when people make mistakes and then they lose, mm-hmm. they get mad at the other side. Uh, yeah, you guys gin rush and mm-hmm. you know, you, you comp, you, you comp drop the pallets and did nothing special. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or they'll talk about, um, proxying and tunneling mm-hmm. hooks and stuff like that. And it's like, well, maybe, you know, 
when the killer found you and you ran straight back to the hook, what else are they going to (laughs) do? They're going to down you there. And then ownership definitely goes a long way when it comes to like the overall mentality of the community, because there really is a good core community. I think of dead by daylight. I really do. Um, and I think this weekend definitely showed that. Um, but, uh, you know, there's that small amount, and I think that, that you could say that for anything, right? There's always that small group that just kind of lives off the toxicity um, yeah. and thrives in it. And I, you know, I think if more people took that ownership, like I messed up, um, yeah. you know, we might see some more improvements. And a lot of it comes mm-hmm. from, you know, I'm 33 years old, right? Like maybe because I'm older, I understand. And a lot of people that are oh, playing yeah. the game are younger. So like yeah. they don't quite get that like you're in charge of your 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 own things that you're doing like that's your own fault, mm-hmm. yeah. um, you know. So like and then the arguments happen and you know I'd hate to say it but like nine times out of ten that's somebody that's you know eighteen that you're arguing with on Twitter about it, right? So like <laughs> or younger, yeah. yeah, like you're a grown adult having arguments with children, and yeah. that's not going to go anywhere. Um, yeah. So no, I definitely think that you know the community takes more ownership of like how they messed up. And you would see a lot of things like there is a such thing as the skill issue wasn't necessarily on their part. It was, you didn't do the right thing to counteract that. And, you know, and I, even I, like, I definitely have had to, you know, to remind myself, Hey, they're going to play the game. They want the way they want to. And no matter how mad I get at it, it's not going to change how they, how they're playing. Yeah. Like even I've had to keep myself and remind myself of that Uh, because, you know, we all have lapses where we're like, man, I really hate, how this guy's playing. He's camping at five gens. It's a pub game. It's not a comp match or mm-hmm. when I'm playing Billy, right? Like I love Billy and people yeah. are pre throwing pallets. I'm just like, Oh my oh. God, this is so boring. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. you know, there are things like that, that like, it's allowed, like, like I said, you're allowed to have those moments, but then like after yeah. that, let it go. Um, yeah. and I feel like I would do a good job at letting it go. I need to do, me personally. I need to do better. Not letting that bother me that bad during the match. Um, and I, I mean, but again, that's me also being old enough and mature enough to recognize that there is a problem there and trying yeah. to fix it and then making sure that each day you're getting better with that. Um, but you know, that, I think that takes a certain level of maturity to be able to do that. Oh, totally. Exactly. And yeah, I, I think about that kind of thing all the time because I've been there. Like I, my early days of dead by daylight, I would do that. I would be like, Oh man, this guy camped me on, on the hook. And it's like, when I go back and watch the clip, you know, this is a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, yeah, my teammate was being chased and then they ran back to me on hook. So like, it's the killers doing what they have to do to, to win. And, you know, you down somebody uh, at the hook, like what else are they going to do? They're mm-hmm. going to either slug and wait out your second stage, um, you know, so, and I can't really blame the killer in that spot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So like a lot of the time. So I try to like in when I'm playing on stream um, and I'm not competing in like a tournament, you know, with rule sets. When I try to play it extremely fair, like one of my like mm-hmm. I, the builds I run are usually no way out with Grim Embrace. Uh, oh, Grim Embrace. Wow. <laughs> uh, I've just recently started putting on uh, Pain Res because it, it the, the stacks, like it, it, it promotes actually rotating hooks to get value. And to yeah. me, I think that's something that you can win doing that at a high, I mean, oh, totally. at a pretty high level doing so. Um, mm-hmm. But like, and then I'll put on like lethal or like sloppy, something random, right? Like to me, mm-hmm. the rotating of the hooks, uh, 
um, yeah. is I enjoy that. Um, yeah. And so like, to me, maybe because of my time in comp, um, to me, like if I'm getting seven, eight hooks, like in my mindset, I'm like, I played a good game. Like it sucks. Oh, yeah. I didn't get a kill or anything. Or like if they were, yeah. you know, if you were to rotate to hook everybody, that's still a good game for the killer. I still think oh, yeah. that DVD needs to go away from the escape and loss or, uh, escape, yeah. escape and all and the MMR kill. thing. Yeah. I think if they went to more of like an actual scoring system, Mm-hmm. I feel like people wouldn't sweat as hard because then all of a sudden the killers are winning 17 to 15. They're feeling better. They're not going to sweat as hard to get that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's my thing. I doubt it'll ever come to fruition, but that would be mm-hmm. something I would a hundred percent could see making a, a solid impact on uh, the mentality of the gameplay and the way people play the game. Oh yeah. Um, but like, I enjoy the, the rotating of hooks and things like that. So, mm-hmm. um, but I'm starting to get to the point where like, I still rotate hooks, but I'm no longer allowing survivors to make a mistake and me just letting them go. Like, okay, you were cut out. Like now I'm just like, okay, I'm not, because usually I let them go. I wind up losing Mm -hmm. the game because I let them go. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It happens a lot. Yeah. And so you try Mm -hmm. to play fair. And then when you play fair, they, you know, wind up, Ah, gg easy in the end game it's like you do realize G-G-Z, i could have yeah. <laughs> won this game at four gens but i let you guys come back like yeah you're not realizing what i just did for you but okay you know what That's yeah fine. so i was just like so now it's like i'm more so in the mindset like i'll play it fair but if a survivor makes a mistake i'm not going to reward them for that mistake yeah so yeah yeah and the, i i had a situation like that recently where i um I had a Kate on death hook at like three gen with three gens left and two of her teammates. I, I don't know if they were swift or solo queue, whatever, but like two of them had distortion. Mm-hmm. So, you know, distortion players, they play completely immersed and hide it. Every chance there's like, they hear the terror radius. Um, Would you believe so I, that I run distortion on survivor? You do? And oh, I, you're scum. <laughs> <laughs> I run distortion, but let me tell you, I always have full stacks. Always. Because I okay, stay, yeah. I, I play around the killer. That's my yeah. that's my play style survivor. But continue, yeah. continue. Yeah, so I, I had a Kate on Death Hook. I just kept running into her. So yeah. I ran into her and it's like I've got like four hooks on the on the trial. Two of them were with Kate. I'm not gonna killer here i'm not Mm going to end the trial for her and essentially everybody else so i did the thing where i'm like okay i just nodded at her went and looked for somebody else she was on a gen i was like she got the gen fixed and and i ended up like you know losing that round Mm -hmm. and in the end game she's like gg easy you're so bad and all this stuff i'm like Bro, I let you live. Like I literally nodded I let at you, you play while the you were game. working on the gen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so, exactly. Um, and I was just like perplexed. I was like, man, stuff like that. I think is what is ruining my experience with this game is mm-hmm. people just being like kind of rude to each other for, for no, no reason. reason. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and, and the thing is, like, it, it's not like I can't. Like, it's not like I camped until she got to second stage and then she got mm-hmm. off. Like it was just kept running into her. Cause the distortion gamers were yeah, exactly. being distortion gamers. And- I will say most distortion game gamer players do play pretty immersed. Uh, Cause like yeah. my Huntress build is all aura reading and I like yeah. to go for like trick. Like I'm, a, I enjoy going for the, the, the high skill cap shots. It's just kind of like yeah. where I find the excitedness in it. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh so like no you're not wrong distortion gamers mm-hmm. will be gone the entire match just like where have you been 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm actually, I actually enjoy distortion for one reason, uh, because I go for flashlight plays. I typically will run sprint burst background okay. player yeah. together with mm-hmm. distortion. Uh, and then I usually put on like desperate measures or botany because healing in this game is to me, the strongest thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, with distortion, it allows me to stay hidden so I can get in position to make plays. So whether it's barbecue or, Mm -hmm. you know, darkness reveal, uh, revealed awakened awareness, things like that. Like I'm able to get in position and they don't always notice I'm there. So, uh, I started running it because of that. I actually get more Mm -hmm. plays because of that. But I also, like I told you, I prefer to take chase because I don't like gems. Gens to me are so mm-hmm. boring. <laughs> yeah. And people, yeah. let's be honest, like, and from me to you, right? Like if you're uh, a viewer and you're going mm-hmm. to somebody's chat and you're mm-hmm. watching, they're just sitting on gens. Yeah. You're cool. You're interacting with them, but yeah. anybody can hold M1 on a gen. Anybody can. Oh yeah. yeah. You want to see somebody yeah. that is good in chase that can do things that maybe you can't do. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. So that's 100%. why I play around the killer because to <laughs> me, that's where the excitement is. And yeah. you know what? If I die all the time, I'm cool with that. At least I'm having fun and I'm, and it's an exciting yeah. match. I'd rather have 10 games of being in a constant chase where the killer is telling me and I'm talking trash to the killer the whole time because I'm keeping yeah. them occupied opposed yeah. to a game where I just own three different gens, crank them all out. And then I leave and nobody gets up. Yeah. Right. It's boring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. I play a lot offline mm-hmm. and I had like four games in a row of me just, this was, some. Um, I think it was yesterday. I, yeah, I, there was about four games in a row where all I did was fix like three gens, as you described, open the exit gate and left. And I'm like, man, if I was streaming this, that'd be the most boring shit ever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So like, that's why I try to make a point. Like I'm going to go chase the killer. Like I'm going to go chase them. I'm going to, I'm going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to get down because of the fact that I went for a flashlight save and they Mm -hmm. had starstruck or something, you know, like, yeah, it's a game, right? I don't care. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've got too many hours to care at this point. <laughs> yeah. Cause at the end of the day, like what, what do we really walk away with at the end of every trial, more blood points and shards and, you know, I can understand clips. maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. back in the day when the lobby times were so bad. Cause there was a, Oh, that's true. Lobby yeah. times are so bad. So when you didn't get a chance to play a full game, it really mm-hmm. did feel bad. It really did because yeah. then you oh, had to yeah. wait in a, a queue for 10 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Now the queues go so fast on either side, no matter what time of the day you're playing. So, um, now there's really like, if you, if you go out early in a trial, just go to the next game, you're loading in, in a minute now. So like, Mm -hmm. really there's no reason to be that upset over it. Right. On the fact that you lost. Um, and some people just can't handle that. Um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, I, I could understand back in the day, like it really was rough. Like that was the whole reason why I was a killer main. Because survivor mm-hmm. cues took 15 minutes at the time I That's played. That's true. So yeah. I just played killer. I wanted fast games. I wanted, I mm-hmm. wanted something to do. Um, yeah. And then, you know, that just kind of how it went. And I just kind of finagled it. And next thing you know, I was playing killer and all the killers. Yeah. And um, Yeah. I mean, is what it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hear you. I, I forgot about those days. Cause like, I started playing DBD in 2020, so I got a little bit of that when mm. there would be long queue times oh, yeah. for for Survivor, and you'd have to like play other games while you're waiting for the lobby, essentially. And oh yeah, 
Yeah, I had a friend who would play like flash games and stuff and mm-hmm. uh, uh, other like small Steam games you'd be playing. Um, I forgot the name of it. It's like a breach game where you like kick through a door and it's like tactical. Like you're a SWAT team kind of thing, taking out bad guys and stuff. It was just like back when the it's che- a fun game. Back when the cheaters were real bad, um, I used to play Marvel Strike Force when they were trying. Oh, is that right? When they would uh, when they would like hold the games hostage through like yeah. the entire timer, I was like, oh, right. I would just go stand in the corner, stare at the wall, and I would just pull up Marvel mm-hmm. Strike Force and I would just play that for a while. <laughs> oh no like, way! Like I mean, at that point, it's like what a, whatever, dude. Like I'm not going to give you the attention yeah. you're wanting. I'm just going to go stand in the corner. Yeah. And then eventually you'll DC cause you're not getting a rise out of it. Yeah. Yeah. The only times I ever ran into those people was when I was off off stream and it was just goofy stuff. It was just, uh, I remember it was an entire team of cheaters mm-hmm. and they would let me down them and they'd flashlight save from literally uh, across the map and stuff. Oh yeah. <laughs> just like, it's the weirdest thing. I'm like, cause yeah, the, they were playing normal at first. I downed somebody and I was right against the wall. So I was like, I picked up right against the wall and then I got flashlight saved, but like, it was different. It was yeah. like, there was something different about it. I was like, wait, there, uh, that wasn't possible. And then the next time it happened, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're cheating. <laughs> so, But luckily they didn't hold me hostage. I think probably because I wasn't streaming at the time. So Usually what my, I used to just always just DC, like for a while oh, I was yeah. just DC, but then the DC timer was so long for a while and you were yeah. getting cheaters a lot for that wave. So then it was like, okay, mm-hmm. you just kind of have to sit in the lobby and wait at this point yeah. before I'm banned for a week. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, like I've seen both sides of it and, um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, that, that's yeah. kind of my thing. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Luckily, you know, it's not near, um, it's not near as bad as it was. And we were able to come mm-hmm. back from it. So no, yeah. much better space now. But, oh, totally. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I do want to be mindful of the time. Cause I do have to, uh, I do have to, this is the, literally the last thing I'm doing in this room for content creation. So you get to be a part of that journey. That's awesome. Like this. Yeah. This, this room, this is my last thing I'm doing here. Um, yeah, I'm really excited. My new place. I painted, we painted the walls purple and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like really deep, beautiful, dark purple. Um, have a new desk on the way. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a fun setup. But yeah, this is the last thing I, I do here. Um, when I edit it, it'll be my new office. Uh, but yeah, awesome. I really just yeah, I really just want to thank you for making the time and being patient with me because I was like, as I was sending you messages, I was like lying down being like so tired like oh my gosh my body is failing me right now but no, you're uh, fine i didn't mind it yeah, all. i really yeah i really appreciate you being here and um i do like to give every guest a chance to uh plug anything you're working on whether it's any content creation channels you want to promote um yeah i just want people anybody watching or listening to be able to find you and check out your content yeah uh i mean i'm on I'm not as successful at TikTok as you are. Uh, TikTok's kind of my (laughs) least effective area, but uh, I do have TikTok. Uh, I'm on Twitter, YouTube. I just recently hit YouTube Partner, so that's been a big run. Uh, And I'm on Twitch, and it's uh, that one guy, D. That's simple. Yeah, 
Yeah, highly recommend y'all hang out. Dee is a wonderful person and is always delivering a lot of hot takes on Twitter. <laughs> Take machine, I'll say. There was a, there was a, there was a, there was about a month there where like everything I tweeted people just ran with, so. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Dee, thanks for doing this, man. I yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, all the best to you in the future with your content creation thank and you. just everything in life. Uh, All the best. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, take care.